5: Look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now in store or online. Kroger, fresh for
3: everyone. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
0: Yeah, This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
2: What?
5: Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live with you here on a Friday morning in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Big show lined up over the next three hours, including Nigel Seeley in 30 minutes. Uh, We'll talk to him for about 25 minutes today on the show. A full-blown EPL. Yeah, the prim is back breakdown of analysis, best bets, games this weekend. All right. Some futures that he likes. Ready to go.
2: He has an opinion on the game today. He's got uh, most goals, first coach to be fired, manager, uh, relegation. Good fun. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of
5: NFL uh, sprinkled throughout the entire show today as well. And, of course, Major League Baseball. It was good to have it back. I mean, generally the Hall of Fame game. Uh, I know that the NFL, it felt like they were kind of pushing it like a regular season. How many promos did we see with Devontae Adams in the Raiders' jersey, like pumping his muscles up? I'm like, eh, he's not playing tonight, folks. But <laughs> um, filed that one yeah. away for Josh McDaniels this year and then future preseasons. Stidham goes out there and plays as much as he did. Right. Josh, Jacobs. Jacobs right away. Yeah. So you saw him for a couple of drives. Uh, but the Raiders, like all their backs, Drake got hurt and had to go to the blue tent. He came back a little bit after that. But, you know, th- here's the thing about Jacobs, right? They're not picking up his fifth-year option. So not only did they address that position in the draft by getting Zamir Zmar- White, who, by the way, looked pretty good last night, but it also indicated, like, they're going to go out there and play him right away and give him five carries. I don't think they're going to be scared to grind him into the ground this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- and yeah. I think they're going to punt on him after the season anyway. So, yep. like, here, let's use him as much as
2: possible. Yep, good first half for him. Blew him off the ball. Dominated the line of scrimmage. Jacksonville doesn't play anybody. Uh, you know, it was uh, total domination, and they should—they blew, they blew them out. Jacksonville did nothing until the final drive. But uh, you know, the one thing when you look at this, and I know they talked about it late in the game. Who, I don't know if there's going to be a go-to guy, because you have three big weapons here that Carr can throw to. And then the other thing is, Jacobs didn't really have a good year last year. So factor that. I would just spread them out and throw if I'm the Raiders. And I know Carr talked about how much he likes this team, and they might be in a lot of overs this year. I'm not uh, that confident in that defense, but uh, and I know you took the bad beat last year. They did make the playoffs. It's it, it, you know as Peter King told us, it's the best division he's ever seen since he covered the NFL. But they uh, what five six walk offs last year? A lot of the games late went their way, so it's intriguing. Great division about who's going to make the playoffs, who's going to finish last place, what's going to happen from a win total standpoint. I can't wait to see it all unfold. I do,
5: and I'm not saying this because of last night. I've been kind of saying this, suggesting it, hinting at it over the past couple of weeks, or before vacation even, that we took uh, in July. But it feels like there is plenty of disrespect in the Ra- uh, for the Raiders this year. And maybe some of it can be understood because of that division, and it's so good, and the additions we've had from every other team in the AFC West. But like you said, you know, we can't forget, they were 6-7. and seven. But credit to them. Uh, Bisac- Cars never won a playoff game. Yeah, Versace has somehow... Yeah. I mean, he glued that team together last year. It was total patchwork. I mean, what a mess the entire season was with Gruden and Ruggs and everybody else, and the teams they had to beat down the stretch to go over their win total and make the playoffs. That was impressive. And the key additions in the offseason, I mean, they are going to have Adams, who is you know arguably the best receiver in football, or was certainly with Aaron Rodgers. You bring in, like, that combination on the edge now of Max Crosby and – uh, Chandler Jones, is going to be one of the better tandems in the entire league. You hope. Uh, and I, 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 again, I don't know how they did this. One of the reasons why I liked it to go under last year, and I think I bet under 8 minus 130 on the win total a year ago. When you go back and look at previous drafts, this is before last year now I'm talking, like they Gruden and Mayock whiffed on like basically three consecutive drafts. So they were not going to get essentially any contribution or much thereof uh, from any guy they took in the previous three years. And somehow they beat me on the win total, and they surprised everybody. But they are a uh-huh. good football team.
2: Yep. Ruggs is still worth dealing with his hearing. And Arnett, who's been out
5: of the Another league. Another guy. Got,
2: he got arrested again, Yeah, uh, by the way. But uh, And then we'll see what Jacksonville is able to accomplish this year as well. I was surprised. You know, it, It's fascinating. It comes down to the final drive with the total. And the total was bet down from 33.5 to 30.5. I was surprised. I can't believe he threw there on third and inches with five minutes left. Yeah. McDaniels. I mean, they run the ball. They pick up the first down. They're going to run the clock out. And then you punt, and then a Jacksonville goes 90 yards on you to put the game over the total. Well, actually, I, I will say this. I don't think much after one game, not much
5: will surprise me with McDaniels in the preseason. Mm. I think he's going to want to trot out and try basically everything. Well, I
2: think he's an unknown, too. I mean, oh, with Brady for all those years, and then it didn't work out. It was a disaster. It was in Denver. So then 12 years between jobs. Said no to the Colts. Changed his mind last second. So... He should do a good job with the Raiders. Lombardi's kid's the OC. Yeah. That'll yep. be something to follow. But that's, uh, you know, I just would say, well, watch out because now they have McDaniels. Who knows how that's going to Well, go. he- here's what we know about the Raiders for sure, right? I mean, I don't,
5: how would you like to call Carr? What would you like to call him? He's serviceable for sure. I mean, slightly above average in the NFL.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't say he's elite.
5: No, I know. No, no, you know. I'm not going to say that word. But they have... Maybe the best trio. Renfro's awesome. Yep. I mean he came on last year. The guys couldn't I mean, he couldn't he couldn't guard him on defense. He was getting open all the time. Waller's one of the better tight ends in the league. And you now you put him with Adams. Uh, the the backs they're they're going to be deep at running back this year in theory. Uh, like Drake's going to be fourth on the on the depth chart. So Abdullah will probably uh-huh. spell Jacobs at times this year, and then Zamir White well, they will absolutely play him. I believe. I have questions about the offensive line. I think many people do. And I actually I do yeah. think the defense is going to be, you know, probably middle of the pack, maybe a little bit better than that. And we know this, like for what it's worth, Daniel Carlson,
2: Carlson is idea. nails that kicker. I was going to say that. Great point, and that's why they won so many close games. Right. They only right. missed three kicks, so that's a big game week one to start there in Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Taking a little bit of money, uh, Chargers three and a half open up, so that's a good game, too. Well, how about the move last uh, night, though, on the number? Yep. I mean. It's there. Yep, plus 2.5 to minus 2.5. Yeah. Never in doubt. No, no, it really wasn't. Never yeah. in doubt. How do you think the Clapper's going to do? What do you think of the Clapper's uh, debut? Uh, I thought
5: absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. Did he, Milk toast. I, I will ask people this. Please respond, email here, com. The first time that he says something of note on a broadcast, please send it over to us. But that pretty much goes for anybody yeah. any, on most broadcasts, right? Okay. There are certainly, you know, there are some, how many people were on the broadcast last night? 8, 10, 12 did they have? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll tell you, the highlight to me was NBC getting Matthew Barry. So I'm, I'm a huge fantasy guy, and I pay attention to that, and I play in several leagues. So I thought, but how about the nepotism, though? How many Sims? Collinsworth's kid. Collinsworth's kid again this year. Yeah. Sims, I'm just again with this, I mean, I, I don't know what they add. Rodney Harrison trying to joke around. I, I Can you give us something, please? Is yeah. there anything? But as I tweeted out last night, yeah. you know, just a- ask somebody around Jerry's world. Hey, what do you do during the football season? I valet cars. Great. There's an opening for TV on prime time. Would you like what? You, all you have to do is sniff a job with the Cowboys and yeah. you're going to be set in the TV booth for yeah. years to come. Yeah. The Witten thing still fasc- fascinates sure, I me. I know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Moose Johnson, too. Another
5: one. Uh, that's, uh, Emmett Smith, one of the worst oh sound bites in the history of football. Let's yep. give him a job for 10 years in an NFL yep. network. Okay,
2: great. They, they also had something there at the end with Katz explaining how making the schedule and how it used to be. where well, It was like Plinko when they showed that, but they, that could have been a good deep-dive conversation. Yeah. Game's over at that point, right, but they, sure. they didn't get into it. But they did get into this, too, when you're looking at Adam's props for receptions and I don't know what to do because they a beautiful breakdown. Renfro had had 100 catches last year. Two years ago, Waller did. And we know Adams, the success he had with Rodgers. And Carr's buddy-buddy with him in the Fresno connection. Right. So I I don't know if he's going to spread it around or is Adams' uh, numbers going to go under this year? Because uh, that's going to be a tough call because he loves to get Renfro involved in Waller too. I will say this, and the team gave Carr a lot of money, right? What if he doesn't
5: put it together this year? I mean, I, to me, yeah. you have to go and address that in the offseason. You have no excuse here to not be an elite offense in this league now. Yes. And he needs to put up monstrous numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in terms of the overall props, don't forget this. We had a very good guest on this show a month ago, Connor Allen, who spent the offseason analyzing and researching last year's player props. He looked at 243 props from a year ago. All six categories he tracked had a higher hit rate on unders than overs. If you blindly bet every single under – you would have won more than 68 units while hitting 66.6% of your bets last year. Betting the under on rushing touchdowns hit 76.4% of the time. That's nuts. Um, Both passing yards and passing touchdown props went under 74% of the time. They were certainly correlated. And taking the under on receiving yardage props was the most profitable from a unit's uh, standpoint Netting uh, 26.05 units and hitting 66%. It's because 97 different props were available last year on receivers. So and there's a you know major reason why would be injuries. But when you look at some of these numbers, I, I I'm telling you right now, when people look at Devontae Adams, they see 99 and a half catches and 1199 yards. They're going to say, come on, that's going to be easy for him. Yeah, right. Well, maybe he hits those numbers, but just. Based on research from last year, and it goes back, you know, previous years, it doesn't
2: happen. You, you, unders come in more often. Yeah, and it remains to be seen, but I would think Waller would be the go to guy once they're in, inside the 10 yard line, too. Right? And as well, you've seen that, you have to have double digit uh, touchdowns for Adams to cash that over. Because here's the
5: thing Adams was so good with Rodgers inside the red zone. Well, this but, is. But Carr's not Rodgers.
2: Yeah, his silly comments Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. It's. Okay, Right. Maybe they have uh, had some fun with that, but that's that's a big drop down from Rodgers to Carr. They're, they're going to be,
5: I mean, anywhere on the field, it's going to be tough to guard, but when you get inside yeah. the 20 and you can go Adams, who's one of the best, Renfro, again, in the slot, who is just, he's sneaky. Use whatever word you want to describe a white wide receiver. He's going to get it, right? But he's very, very good. And then Darren Waller is just this huge target who is super athletic. It's like the best of both worlds now that they have lined up for this guy. So, but it was good to have it back last night. And I don't know what the hell is going to happen uh, when, when the skies were opening up there. I go, oh, How long is this delay, delay going to take? Know.
2: Yeah. 40 minute delay to start. Yeah. The
5: first hour of this program, Follow the Money, is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. We will recap more of the betting action from last night. A couple of uh, just really bad beats in Major League Baseball. But guess what? Uh, the sky is blue and water is wet. Uh, win some, lose some coming up next here on Follow the Money. It is Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
0: Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com.
1: Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one?
2: Well, they can't all be
1: winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Polly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win
2: some, lose some. Here we go, Raiders plus two and a half to the favorite lay in two and a half. And no problems getting by Jacksonville 27 to 11. Someone was ready. $55,000 bet on the Raiders lane one at Caesars. Easy cash. 50, How about the limits here for the Hall of Fame game? Offering $30,000 like, yes, last night. No yeah, incredible. Yeah. $380,000 bet on the Cardinals in game two against the Cubbies to win $200,000. Well, wow, those are big casino players. Yeah, and that cash is. Rockies plus 260. Beat the Padres. Musgrove
5: again. Well, PU. We, we hinted that power rating yesterday. And yeah, we suggested it's maybe been bumped, bumped up too much on the Padres. Yep.
2: yep. And the Brewers get swept. Oh, boy. They are now even in the division. They, they got swept by the Pirates. They were big favorites in every game. Pirates cash plus 220. And the bullpen blows another one for Milwaukee. And this is just nuts. The two, The T206. The Wagner baseball card sold for $7.25 million. It eclipsed the $6.6 million fetched almost a year ago to the day for another one. The the executive chairman, uh, the company who sold it, there's nothing on earth like a T206 card. There's a reason why no Wagner card has sold for less than it was previously purchased for. The card is art. It's history. It's folklore. Somewhere between 50 and 60 copies exist. That's it. Mama. That's a great quote, and he's spot on, the person who said
5: that. And eventually, sooner than later, Paulie, one of those cards will sell for $10 million. That's going to happen. Because, as he said, it's never my sold God. for less than what a previous card sold for.
2: Do you even put it up? I mean, do you even show your friends? Or just what do, you, what do you put in a stash? Oh, I know. You can't even have it? No, you can't have it at your house. It's going to be at a lockbox. Oh, my God. For sure. Seven million for Which a baseball stinks, card. But Right. Yeah. Subscribe, be part of the team. VCN our radio and podcast friends. This will be up later on Instagram at Paulie Does Vegas. Back to back to back, Jack. You sent this in. This is awesome. Look at the little guy getting a ride. <laughs> he just hops on in the pool. He goes from the raft to the dog's back and then hops on the step, and there we go. And that's uh, that's risky business there if he, if he falls. Who knows? He's a little guy. What he's going to do swim. swim. I guess the guy would help him out, but he just, yeah, there it is. Catch a ride. No problem. I'm out of the pool. Have we seen this a video he's like a this game. before? I don't recall one I don't of think these. I, I, Jumping no, on his back like no, that? No, I don't think no. so either. Nope. And here it is. Everyone help. Come on. We got car problems here. We've all been there. You know, you get out. You get a push. And uh, the dog says, I'll join in on the fun, too. Look at this. Comes out of the car. I got it. I see what you guys are doing. Look at this. He gets in between. He starts pushing the truck. I got you guys. No problem. That is awesome. He's coming in and helping out. And this guy deserves a contract. Premier League starts today. Look at the defense by this guy. Yeah, takes him down. Steals the ball from him. He tries to make a move on him again. Not up in here. Look at this. I see you. I know where you're going. You went right. Are you going the other way now? Where are you going? And he takes it from him again as he falls down. Great defense by that guy. He so. can move. That is excellent. Solid. Lose some. The under, 33-and-a-half to 30-and-a-half. Tough beat with the uh, final drive going over. Uh, Brewers 240 up to 280. They got beat in 10 innings. And oh, boy, I was watching this last night. Lose some. The captain, Derek Jeter, denies the gift basket story thought it was ridiculous, and he was laughing. How oh, he would, if they're having a one-night stand, he would give the girls a car ride, and autographed memorabilia. Apparently how the story started was he had a one-night stand, gave the girl the gift basket like the package, care package, and didn't know he'd already slept with her. And it was the repeat customer. So she was pissed off and went to the new tabloids Oh, uh, okay. But he, he called a bunch of BS on it. But it was, uh, that, he is the, he says in the last episode, I was boring, I said nothing, it was by design. It's as he's F bomb central in this. Very good. Oh, and he's a completely different person. I haven't watched one second of it. It's so going to catch up on it. Okay. Very good. Uh boy, I'd like to book this guy's action in New York. A better bet $250 on all these. Tigers, Cubs, Nats, Rockies, A's, Marlins all to win the World Series this year. He just donated and lit $1500 on fire. The Tigers, Cubs, Nats, Rockies and A's will probably be Eliminated in the next couple weeks. What? If not in in a week or so. What what are you doing? I mean, I was going to say. They have no chance to make the playoffs. Can the Marlins make the playoffs?
5: They have to be a a ridiculous run. I'm sure, like, what would it take for the A's to actually get in the playoffs?
2: They're not eliminated already? They probably are, if you look. Yeah. I would would have guessed that they had been, actually. Yeah. And how about the Angels? They had seven Uh, home runs yesterday and lost. They were all solo. It's the most runs all on solo home runs in a game all time. It also tied for the most solo home runs by a team in a game all time. And they lose the game with you, seven home runs. The sad story
5: that continues in Anaheim with this team, that that is maybe the saddest story of the entire year. That's yeah. like the icing on the cake now for this team.
2: Yep. Yep, absolutely. One lose some? Thanks. This guy sent this in as soon as we got off the air. How would you like to start your day with that on the flight? They're not, they're just, he goes back, walks past first class, and the guy's already barefoot, and he's got his feet up on the wall. See the dog hanging out in the corner, too? Look at that guy. But look at this guy. What an animal. The plane isn't even taken off yet. He's got his feet up barefoot against the wall. You encounter that. And more fast food? Andrew sent this in. FTM at vsin.com. We've got a lot of the secret menu items, and there was a lot of stuff with Taco Bell, and, and I can't keep it straight, but at Arby's. He wanted to order the meat mountain. Oh, yeah. He was sitting in the drive through He goes, I'd like to get the meat mountain. Ten seconds of silence followed by a sigh. He goes, what's wrong? He said, yeah, we can make it, but it's a pain. He ordered something else. I have one rule in life I never stray from. And that's if I don't want to tick people off who make my food. But the meat mountain's on my bucket list of food items. But I can't get that conversation out of my head. Chicken tenders, ham, brisket, roast beef, bacon, turkey, steak, cheddar, and uh, Swiss cheese on the big sucker. I mean, that, that is your big boy. There.
5: It's this big, honestly. If you take a peek at it, but it's been available like on the side menu for a yeah. long, long time. There's no way I could ever order that because it's a heart attack waiting to happen. <laughs> but also, he's exactly spot on. Once you get a suggestion like that, or you you know some feedback from an employee at a
2: restaurant, you heed to their advice. Well, no, it, you can't just say. It's a pain to me. Uh, yeah, they're going to tamper with the food. It's possible. Oh, okay. A couple bad beats. Game two of a doubleheader. Cardinals-Cubs, total was 8.5, 2-1 in the seventh. Goes over. Brewers-Pirates under 8-3-1 in the seventh. Goes over. And Phillies-Nats, tough refund. Total was 9. It was 5-4 in the fifth. Uh, Phillies win the game, but it has to go the distance. So that is a refund. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250. Match. Learn more. BetRivers.com.
5: Okay. So to kind of clean something up from yesterday's show, um, and actually it was really people deciphered this, I think it was right after our show was over with yesterday, from reading
2: the language of uh, the Deshaun Watson story in the case, right? Yeah, I was reading the uh, comparisons to Zeke Elliott and everything. People breaking it down saying, wait a second, now Watson could play earlier." So, I, I, I you know I people let me down I let you down I hope people didn't rush out after my advice and what I thought Well but it about. wasn't
5: it wasn't clear as day yeah, though even when yeah. you we're on the
2: air. Yeah. So
5: here's how it breaks down now. Well, a lot and of people had it wrong, yeah. Watson is absolutely going to miss at minimum the first 6 games this year. He cannot play in the first game. That's from uh, again reading this and breaking it down and seeing how it works from a legal standpoint. What they're going to fight, Watson's team, the NFLPA, is anything beyond the six games, because so, they
2: didn't challenge it, they didn't appeal that they were appealing yes, the other one.
5: Yes, they are. Okay. That's that's right. Yeah. So he he's out, and we just we don't know beyond week six when Watson's going to be available this year. So that that is definitely going to be the case. Now I heard that yesterday on the way home, and I was like, oh, that kind of changes things a little bit. Okay. So. Panthers now still favored in that game against the Browns, and uh, that's the latest. The whole thing on Deshaun Watson. That was um, that was eye opening to hear that yesterday. To really get the full breakdown on. Well, that.
2: then again, it was the guy. The guy came from Florio. was a lawyer, so you know these other people that work for ESPN and stuff they got it wrong. I mean, you know, Florio's like this is unlikely he's going to be able to play early. It's going to be out the first six games.
5: So, and, and then from what we understand as well. According to ESPN and SI, the NFL's final settlement offer was Watson would be suspended for 12 games and he would take a fine between eight and 10 million dollars. His side shot it down because he's unwilling to accept any deal that was going to suspend the quarterback for more than six to eight games. He also will not accept a heavy fine.
2: I'm disgusted by the whole thing. The, you know, the more you peel back the layers, the more it stinks. They were asking the girls questions. What were you wearing? Boy, come on.
5: Yep. Yep. Uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combination. And whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Go to the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app or betrivers.com and make your baseball same game parlays today. Up next, here we go Nigel Seeley, Dynamite when it comes to betting football, soccer. The prim is back this weekend. I'll tell you what he likes in terms of overall matches starting today. Uh, teams to, to maybe bet in relegation. First manager sacked. Most goals scored. All coming up here with Nigel Sealy.
0: Follow the money on v the sports
3: betting network.
2: It's out over 300 pages. College football betting guide. Adam Burke, how to make your own power ratings. Mackin and great info, all the trends, every breakdown on every team. Heisman talk, best win total bets, playoff predictions. And you got to be a VEASAN All Accept subscriber to get it. Sign up early for a discounted $175. You get the college and the pro betting guides along with the full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has. Up your betting game. subscribe. Here we go. Crystal Palace and Arsenal today. And uh, Liverpool to start it tomorrow morning. The early match with the Premier League back. This is fun. The great Nigel Seeley joins the program now.
5: Clean shaven and everything. Good day, mate. How are you?
3: <laughs> I've just a second done that. I thought there might be a little bit of sh- shaving foam on there. For, for I, was, I was rushing before you called to make sure the okay. shaving foam is right. removed. Hey. But, uh, yeah. Well, I've got a freshly appearance for you boys today.
5: Okay, we're going to cover as much as possible in the next 25 minutes. Let's begin with this, as the Prim is back, as Paulie said. Uh, for people trying to find maybe, quote, value and a good bet to win the Prim outright this year, are people burning money if you try to find somebody not named Man City or Liverpool this year?
3: I think they probably are. Um, I think the dominance that these two sides are over everybody else in the Premier League is is highlighted in the league table last season. They're 18 points clear from Chelsea in third position. Uh, that means they've got to drop, lose six matches, and the other teams have got to make up six matches. I don't think it's, I think it's virtually impossible for anybody to challenge them. I think though this year, um, as I mentioned when I was over in Vegas and at the Circa, I think there's a World Cup this year which is going to play. Very, very interesting things in the build-up to the World Cup, and especially when the teams come back. So I think going into the World Cup, Manchester City, Liverpool, and the bigger teams in the Premier League could face some shock results, because I think players will be focusing on the World Cup to make sure they don't get injured. And I think when they come back from the World Cup, if you look at internationals, when teams come back from World Cup competitions, or European championships, the teams that have participated, sorry, the players that have participated in those tournaments, get two or three rest, two or three weeks rest. Um, they, they're not going to have that, so they're going to, especially people who've gone deep, you know, they're not going to recover. So I think they're they're going to be vulnerable. But when you go down to the final stretch, the last ten games of the season, Manchester City and Liverpool know exactly what to do, and they could just go on a winning run of of ten matches and sew this thing up. So I think going into Christmas or coming out of the World Cup, I think it's going to be a lot closer. And I think, especially think going into the new year, I think we could be in for a title race where four teams could be dominant at the top or maybe even five. But when it gets to that final stretch, these two will run away with it. Now, there's two ways of playing this. I I definitely think Man City and Liverpool will finish in the top, top two. You can bet them to finish in the top two in any order, which is minus one thirty-six. I think William Hills offer of that mark if you can get on that in in, in your state. William Hills and minus one thirty six. Man City or Liverpool to finish in any order. And that that will probably be an attractive bet for the bigger players. But for the smaller players and the recreational players, I feel that we can get some value and still see Man City and Liverpool win the title. And where I think the value will be here is I think on the team totals. I don't think you'll see Liverpool and Manchester City getting 100 points because of the World Cup. I think they'll drop more points, but they'll still have enough in the bag to win the Premier League title. I don't expect uh, Chelsea to change much. I don't expect Tottenham's uh, points tally to change much, maybe slightly up. But I do think the gap between Liverpool and Man City will probably come down to probably about eight, maybe nine points from the gap from the the teams below them. So I still think there's value on the under-total points both of those sides because of that world cup because teams will beat each other going into the tournament and coming out of the tournament but going down the stretch this will be won by manchester city or liverpool
2: okay very good good breakdown how about the bottom of the table
3: who who, give us a,
2: a tip to be relegated
3: well the three teams that have come up are no surprise to be the bookies favorites to go straight back down because that's what we see in tradition that's what we see there's a big gulf between the championship and the premier league um, if you look at the betting, there's one side that are very, very heavy favourites to get relegated and one side that favourites to be bottom and that's Bournemouth. They've had a terrible, terrible, terrible pre-season. They've got defensive crisis against Aston Villa at the weekend. Uh, they've got a decent manager, but even his quotes after his pre-season performances are saying that they're not in, ex- they're in worse shape than they were in the Championship than they are in the Premier League. And that is a big, big statement to say that the manager says they feel they're, they're a worse squad of players now. Than they were when they got promoted. So they're clearly going to be in trouble, but they're like minus 250. I think Nottingham Forest will do okay. They've bought a lot of players. They've got a brilliant manager in Steve Cooper. I think once he gets going, I think Forest will shock a few people. I think they'll do all right. I think Fulham will be nearer the top half, surprisingly, than the bottom half. I think they're a really, really good team. I think they're great, young, oh. exciting, attack minded side, a very good manager. I think they'll be okay. Of the teams from last year, you've got teams like Leeds. I think they'll improve. You've got teams like Everton, whose home form was rock solid that made them stay in this division last season. I think that home form will be pivotal to keep them in the division. Two teams that I think will probably be sucked in the relegation battle. I think Wolves will struggle this season. I don't think they've got many goals. I think they haven't bought any players. The manager seems under pressure. I think they will be struggling. But my big pick, my big pick would be Brentford. They're in the second season of the Premier League. A lot of people say the second season syndrome happens in the Premier League. Teams, you, you're, you're a bit of a surprise package in the first season. No one knows what to expect. After the second season, people know exactly what to ex- expect. The, the The stadium is a lovely, nice new stadium, but it hasn't got that electric atmosphere that you want if the teams are at the bottom of the table. They went through a terrible run in mid-season when they never run, won from, I think it was from the end of December through to March. Um, they've sold their best player, their playmaker, Christian Eriksson, has gone to Manchester United. Uh, the centre forward, Ivan Tony is somebody who's always linked with moves away from uh, from Brentford. He's publicly sort of been very derogatory about the club. He said, it, you know, he, he, he wants to move and he feels he's a better player. And that is not the kind of uh, atmosphere you want inside the club. So I think that second season, I think if you can get around about 275 plus 275, I think Brentford will be a decent bet. But I think Wolves will give you a decent run for your money as well, about five. Bournemouth, I think they're going to be the worst team in the Premier League. But I think Fulham and Nottingham Forest will do okay.
2: Okay. Can can Villa, from a points total standpoint, maybe go over under here, can Villa get top 10? Will they improve? And how about Newcastle now with all that money and a new owner?
3: Well, Newcastle have been bet uh, and obviously being uh, the bookmakers have seen the amount of money that they've got. But with all that money comes a huge amount of pressure. Um, and and I, I, I feel that they probably could go – backwards rather than forwards I don't still feel that Eddie Howe the manager is the right man to spend all that money I think there's other people other candidates including Mauricio Pochettino the former Tottenham manager who would take that job and use that checkbook uh, to his advantage Aston Villa on the other hand I really do expect to have a very 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 good season from an attacking perspective they've got some really really exciting players they've got a brilliant forward line they've got some great great uh, midfield creativity in Philip Coutinho uh, Bundia, who missed a lot of last season from injury, but a real class player. They've got, a, they've shored up their defence. They bought some great signings, from defensively, and they've got an excellent goalkeeper and an excellent manager in Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard is a legend of Premier League soccer, and one thing he will have in his advantage that other managers won't have, he will be able to get the big names to go to Aston Villa because players want to play for Steven Gerrard. I think they'll do really well. I think they're a great bet to finish in the top half. I think they're a good bet to win a cup competition, an FA Cup competition or a, a Carabao Cup competition because I think the cup competitions with the World Cup this season will be second rate. There'll be kids playing in the FA Cup, especially in the early rounds. So there'll be a little shocks. But a club like Aston Villa are going nowhere. Um, it, it's got, some of like Aston Villa are going somewhere. They're going moving up fast. I would like to play a match bet. I would actually take Aston Villa above Newcastle. if you know. I'd probably get a decent plus money, but I think Villa out of the two sides would be the one I like. Newcastle will take a bit of time and everyone expects them to suddenly be a top-six side. That will take another season for me. And they, they're buying players, but have, they seem to just be buying anyone they can. I don't see the, the jigsaw fitting at the moment. It will do. I think next season it will okay. do. But I think that's the bit of the team now.
2: Uh, less than two minutes. Uh, when you were out here during the seminar, you said Everton has some issues. Can you expand on that? And what do you think of Man U?
3: Yeah, Everton have got big issues. I think that the manager's it's very derogatory about the performances in the uh, in the in the pre season. Obviously, lost to a couple of MLS sides, which not not that is a bad thing, but the manner of the defeat was was very very poor. Um, I think they'll be okay just because of their home form. When they were at bottom of the table, they went on an unbelievable run at home. The Everton's a very tough place to go. Manchester United, I think, are, are probably going to go backwards rather than forwards this season. I don't feel the manager is the right manager for the job. Um, I think he spent the whole summer uh, dealing with issues with Ronaldo. We still don't know whether he's going to sign or we still don't know. He's trying to be offloaded into various different clubs. It hasn't worked. Um, I don't think he knows his best team. He hasn't brought his main transfer target in from Barcelona. And the main transfer target, De Jong, has said he doesn't want to go to Manchester United. And I think that's a sorry state of affairs when a player turns around and the biggest football club, in the world come knocking on your door and you publicly say you don't want to go there. I think that's a big, big, big statement. And that shows you exactly where Manchester United are. I think they will go backwards rather than forwards, and I think it's going to be another tough year for Manchester United supporters and their team. Yeah,
5: yeah, I think you're spot on with that. As follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can follow Nigel on Twitter. He is at Sealy underscore Nigel. He is uh, excellent, as you can hear, at uh, analyzing, breaking down, betting soccer as the prem comes back today. We'll find out what he likes today and this weekend and get a tip on uh, the Golden Boot Award for the most goals as you're coming up here next with Nigel Seeley.
2: the sports betting network Welcome back if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams bet rivers has you covered they've launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective in Chicago Denver Detroit Los Angeles New York Philadelphia Pittsburgh and Washington DC subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts more with Nigel Seeley. we'll get to the top goal score and first manager fired in a second, but to the picks now. And the first game today, the season starts. You'll be there and take us through the card this weekend. Let's start today with Crystal Palace and Arsenal, please.
3: Yeah, I think this is a very very difficult game for Arsenal. Um, Crystal Palace. I mean, when we spoke in, in, at Circa on the seminar, one of the questions someone asked me was, "Which team do you think is one of the toughest who don't get the credit they deserve?" And and the, and I think Crystal Palace are that kind of side. Their home record last year in the Premier League was exceptional. They uh, they only lost four games. When you consider two of them were against Liverpool and Chelsea, you know two games against everyone else in the Premier League isn't that bad. They ended the season unbeaten in eight at home at Selhurst Park. If you ever go to England and you ever come to a Premier League game, Crystal Palace would be high on my recommendation. The atmosphere there is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and it will be an electric atmosphere tonight. And Arsenal will not relish this chance, this opportunity to go there. Um, if you look at their last six games in the Premier League, they were unbeaten at home and they didn't concede. They didn't concede a goal in their last six home games. And one of those was a nil-nil draw against uh, Manchester City. Um, Patrick Vieira, the manager of Crystal Palace, is obviously a former legend at Arsenal. So there's going to be a huge incentive for him to to do well against his old side. And if we rolled the clock back this time last season, uh, it was very similar circumstance. Arsenal went on a Friday night, a very sunny night in London. Again, another game I was at. And went to Brentford and Brentford beat them 2-0 so Arsenal uh, have got a tough match on their hands here when the two met earlier last season it was in April towards the end of the season Crystal Palace won the game 3-0 and they could have won by four or five Arsenal that night were plus 105 to win the match plus uh, 110 with one book today they're minus 125 why what, what what's changed Arsenal have brought in a couple of decent players, Chinchenko and Jesus, um, good signings for them. But Crystal Palace, for me, have got one of the best young talents in English football, a guy called Eze, Ebri Eze. Um, And he missed lots of last last season and he's been brilliant in in pre season and he's back tonight. I know they've lost Conor Gallagher, who was a player that was on loan for them from Chelsea. But I don't think that um, Palace tonight should be plus money, plus a half a goal. I saw plus 107. I think it should be the other way around. I think the plus money should be for Arsenal to win, and the minus money should be on Palace and the draw. So I think if you can get plus money on Palace tonight, plus a half, and get the draw on your side, this is a tough game. I wouldn't be surprised to see it be a draw. But uh, I think this okay. is a tough one for Arsenal, and I want to I want to get with Palace in some capacity.
2: Okay. Tell us why you like Aston Villa, and then uh, any other uh, totals that you like this weekend.
3: Yeah, well, I think I've, I've sort of mentioned it in, in the first se- uh, segment there. I mean, Villa are the team that I want to be with this season, and Bournemouth are one of the sides I want to uh, oppose. Bournemouth have had a, a terrible, terrible, terrible pre-season. Uh, the managers publicly um, slated them. Their attitude says they're not ready. It says they're weaker than they were in the Premier League. And and Aston Villa have got a squad, for me, that is capable of being the surprise package of the Premier League this season and push for a top-six finish. You can get plus money on Aston Villa to win tomorrow. Um, I I have it minus money. I have it about minus about 120. Um, I know it's the first day of the season, and obviously, chocks do happen. And you've also got to get a weight of time. I mean, a very good professional gambler once told me that he never has a bet in the English shop until November, which is probably wise thing to do because, you know, we need a little bit of form to go by. But what I've seen in season, what I've seen in the character of the two sides going into it, and what I've seen uh, from the, the managers, uh, Aston Villa at plus money to beat Bournemouth through a Bournemouth side, I think, will really struggle in the Premier League this season. It could, could be as bad or if not worse than, than Norwich last season.
2: Okay. Anything you like on the uh, the rest of the Premier League card uh, or uh, uh, lower leagues? Anything stand out? Yeah, I'll out? go
3: one more in the Premier League, it, which I quite like, which I mentioned on, uh, on on the podcast yesterday. I mean, Leeds against Aston Villa. Um, these are two sides that Leeds have uh, got uh, Jesse Marsh, the manager. If he gets off to a poor start, that Leeds crowd faithful will turn on him very, very quickly. So it's imperative that he doesn't lose this game. Imperative. And the team that you, you know, Wolves will come in with no ambition. I mean, they're so dull to watch. They don't offer any attacking flair for me. They've got some creativity in, in midfield, but defensively they're strong and they've got a good goalkeeper. But in attacking positions, they are really, really poor. No side more lose no side draw more games uh, than Wolves at halftime. If you look at the stats from last season, um, Leeds at home were the fourth lowest goal scorers in the Premier League. The only three teams that scored less at home than Leeds were all the three teams that got relegated. And Wolves were the fifth lowest scoring road team in the Premier League. And the three teams that got relegated uh, were, were, were worse than them as well. So you can't, I can't see many goals. I really can't. Uh, Leeds have sold their most creative player, Rafinha, who's gone to Barcelona. They've sold uh, their, their their midfielder, Calvin Phillips, the England international. I know he doesn't produce much attacking flair, but he's a big, big player. Personality around the club, and their top goal scorer Patrick Bamford missed the whole of last season, and he's only just coming back. So I really think that could be a real low-scoring game. The 1st Neil nil-nil detector of the season could All be right. flashing for Leeds v Wolves. Well, I like under one and a half in this game as well. I saw plus two fifty. I like that mm. under two and a half was minus one twenty-seven. Uh, in the championship, we go down the division. Last week in the championship, there was twelve matches in the championship, the first week of the season, and eleven of them cashed under two and a half. So that, that shows you the nature of this league, and especially this time of the season. Statistically, in English football, you it wins to pay on the unders for the first two months of the season. And when you get to around about November the 5th, uh, that kind of period, that is when goals, beginning in November, goals go up. Uh, August, September, October, teams are really, really fit. Players are at their peak level and unders is, is the way to go. So it changes around about November. So look, that that, that brings in the Leeds Wolves games. And obviously, last week, eleven of twelve in the Championship were under. Uh, well, one game that was under was Coventry when they played Sunderland. It was a tough game for Coventry. Sunderland, newly promoted, a very very expectant support. They went one nil behind, but in the second half, they played really 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 well, and they should have probably won it. They hit the woodwork. They scored a great goal. And Coventry, are a really good side. I think they're a side that could probably pushed for the playoff this season. They play a newly promoted team in Rotherham who got a surprising 1-1 draw against Swansea on the opening day of the season. But when you break down the match, Swansea had 74% of the possession, only 26% of the possession for Rotherham. They had, I think, about 20 shots, uh, Swansea, but they couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. If they give up that kind of possession to this Coventry side at home, first home game of the season, I like Coventry to win that at uh, minus 125. And if we go go down one further league, a team I think will do really, really, really well in League One this season is Peterborough. And the reason why I think they'll do well is they've got a very good manager, a manager who's won this league before, Grant McCann. They've got a centre forward uh, who is like prolific in this division. Johnson, Clark Harris scores goals left, right, centre. They they come from 2-0 down in the opening day of the season to win 3-2 with three goals in the second half. Clark Harris scored two goals. And uh, I love their minus one uh, against Morecambe on Saturday on the Asian Handicap, more around about evens. Morecambe uh, were the fake, bookies' favourites to get relegated from this division last this year. They've got the lowest budget in the division and they are a million miles apart from Peterborough. Uh, and if this was a game sort of maybe four or five games into the season with a bit of form, you would see that line probably being minus one and a half at even money. But at minus one with the game, with the better push on the Asian Handicap, if they only won by one goal, I just can't see any way that Peter Broad don't win this match.
2: Okay. Two minutes. Uh, first manager fired in the Prem and most goals.
3: Yeah. First manager fired the Prem. I've gone for a bit of a big price here. I've gone for Eddie Howe at, uh, I think he's 25 to one, um, the Newcastle manager, purely and simply because I think if Newcastle get off to a very, very bad start, that is if they get off to a very, very bad start, he's the one who's under the most pressure with the money that the Saudis have given him. And there's a perfectly adequate manager, a big name waiting out there. Richo Ponchettino, I think, would take that job. So I'm going to take a big price. I mean, he's he's you know, if if Newcastle win the first three games, we're a hundred. But if Newcastle lose the first three games, we suddenly three to one favourite. So I'm going to take a big price on that. Top goal scorer, Harland, is the favourite three to one. Uh, the man who is prolific for Borussia Dortmund at Manchester City. My concern is that he won't play enough football. Um, I think he's going to be rested. I think he's going to be used in the Champions League. And as we saw against Liverpool in the Community Shield. It's going to take him a bit of time to get adjusted. Big question marks about Salah because Mahoney isn't there to produce the, the, the assists. Question marks about Harry Kane because he's never the same when he goes to a World Cup competition. So big, big doubts about the top three. I'm going to give you two at big prices. Jamie Vardy at Leicester, Mr. Consistent in the goal scorer, never been to outside the top seven in the top goal scorer market, ended last season with five goals in five matches after he returned from injury. And at 40 to one, I love that play. And the other player I like is a player who I think will have a monster season for Chelsea. Kai Havertz, the German international, 50-1. to 1. No Lukaku. Timo Werner, the striker, looks like he's going to move abroad, uh, move away as well. And Havertz will be playing as a sole striker. And I expect a really, really, really good season for him. Raheem Stern is coming to give him the assists. He's going to play much more advanced. And at 50, I'm going to go for Kai Havertz. Beautiful.
5: You're the best. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Celia underscore Nigel. Thanks, mate. Good luck this
3: weekend. No problem. Take care, guys. All the best. Yep, yeah, be good, mate. The
5: first hour of this show is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250Match. Must be 21 plus. Offers not valid in all areas. Check betrivers.com for full offer details and rules up next. A couple of quarterbacks who are struggling in camp for reports.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
6: Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire.
0: Huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
4: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. success. Over limited by law. 80 plus Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.